You're listening to Resident Advisors Exchange. I'm Martha. Thank you for being here with us. On this edition of the podcast, RA's partnership with Black Minds Matter continues. Black Minds Matter is a charity on a mission to connect black individuals and families with free mental health services by professional black therapists. Black Minds Matter are currently looking for 21,000 long-term donors who are able to donate £5 a month. With your support, they can take real steps towards achieving their goal of creating a lasting impact on black mental health. There are links in the description of this podcast if you're able to help. Every month throughout 2021, we have been celebrating a Black-owned creative electronic music project by hearing their story on the podcast, on the site, and by offering some financial support. You can find the full details of RA's partnership with Black Minds Matter at ra.co forward slash about forward slash community. Time to fill you in on this month's episode. So Vanessa Maria has spoken to the Kiss FM and No Signal DJ, the presenter of Spotify's Who We Be podcast, the founder of production company HTK. It's Henry Cushaway. My journey literally is about my identity. Obviously, like if you have any kind of front facing role, it is about who you are as a human being. So like that already ties into my faith the fact that I'm from South London like the kind of jokes that I make the people that I guess I hang around everything comes into play when it comes to identity and I think that on socials whenever I meet people those are the things that I want to make sure are the things that people take away. Vanessa is going to introduce Henry so I won't keep you here any longer than I need to I just wanted to say that this is a thoroughly enjoyable conversation where the two of them cover topics like starting a production company, navigating friendships within the music industry and faith. I hope that you have a wonderful listen to Henry Cushway on RA's Exchange. Yo, what's good? It's Vanessa Maria here and I'm welcoming you back to another special edition of RA Exchange in collaboration with Black Minds Matter. Today we are joined by Henry, who is one of the shining lights in music and entertainment, a bad B DJ, content creator, presenter, broadcaster and a real life fun beb. Born and raised in South London, some of you may know her from Spotify's Who We Be podcast, a leading voice of No Signal Radio or her weekend early breakfast show on Kiss FM, a true queen, a people's person, a multifaceted powerhouse. Henry! Hiya! Oh my gosh, I'm not a queen. Stop saying. Yes, you are. No, I'm not at all. But do you know what? I do enjoy like making people smile and doing fun things. So all those things are true, yes. What made you <laughs> smile today? Um, my friends, oh my gosh, I love it when the group chat pops off. Like I was literally crying in the street almost today <laughs> with laughter because I just have the funniest friends. They're two jokes. 
Was it anything to do with bank holiday weekend? I know it's been a lot. Oh, 100%. We all went out and um, we went to go see Rema perform at a place called DLT, like a brunch type of party thing. Mm. And um, one of my friends, like, she just got so waved and she messaged us today like, oh, did we see Rema perform? And I'm like, yes, darling. <laughs> like, we were right at the front. It was just so funny because I'm like, how are you going to forget? Like, it was jokes. Ah, oh, so you you have enjoyed, you have been gallivanting, you've yes. been outside. Doing the most. <laughs> yes. How... Since this podcast is in collaboration with Black Minds Matter, how do you enjoy and go outside but still find rest and balance? Um, I don't think it's that easy. I won't even lie. I don't think it's that easy to find rest and balance. But I think that when my body like tells me, do you know what I mean? Like fam, you need to take some time off. Then that's when I end up taking time off because I, I reckon for a lot of people, when you're like in go mode, you're, you just keep going. Do you know what I mean? Until you start feeling like, oh my gosh, no, I can't, I can't keep doing this. So like my body does end up telling me that, no, Henry, you're doing too much. And then, yeah, man, I'll just take a, I take a little break. <laughs> and you, you have been busy though. You have, um, you have just excelled from I think the first we we have we've done an interview before yeah and it was about two years ago on NTS yeah, yeah, I remember. and I actually was covering Martha's show who's helped to set up this interview which is full circle full moment. circle moment I love it um and yeah you've you've from taking over Radio One in Christmas releasing a documentary series setting up your own production company which I want to get into later on becoming a no signal um savior during lockdown when we were all you know crying out inside <laughs> um securing a spotify deal presenting on kiss fm adidas campaign the list the list goes on god is, um, god is very very good you you are busy but of course life like you can't always be busy and you talked about taking time out how do you then find the motivation to keep going but also um find that time to just reflect on how how successful you have been Oh, I don't think of it. I mean, I know that they're really good things, but I think that if I start to dwell on them as being, oh my gosh, like what an achievement, I start to lose sight of what really matters, which is the work to me. Like I would do this for free. <laughs> so it doesn't, for me, it's not like, oh my gosh, like look at what I'm doing, look at me. Like my times where I'm like, all right, cool, finding that balance is literally when I pray because it, it not that I'm humble all the time. Of course, like I definitely slip up, but the, the humility of it makes me want to keep going, like makes me feel like, okay, cool. I never want to get too, uh, too ahead of myself, make myself feel like I'm anything. So that's where I find the balance to reflect. Like when you wake up in the morning and you genuinely just thank God for life, that you're alive, mm -hmm. everything else after is a plus. Like <laughs> everything else after is literally another blessing just added to the day. So um, yeah, that's how I try to like balance it all out by just being as like pragmatic as possible. Do you know what I mean? And just thanking God really and just working from there. <laughs> How much of an impact has religion had on your journey? Um, not so much religion, but faith I reckon has had a huge impact um, on my journey. I reckon when I even first started doing this kind of thing, I was like 23 when I properly first started. And I think for me, that's even a bit late, like <laughs> compared to like a lot of people who were doing it from early. Like I was, I was presenting from early, but not, in a way where I took life seriously whatsoever or I ever thought it was ever going to be a thing. It was just something that I did. But from I graduated and even two years after I graduated at 23, when I got my first radio show, I was like, raw, like, let me start doing this for real. I don't think I want to do anything else. And um, I do just remember like, yeah, just praying over it, just saying like, yeah, God, man, take control because 
I thought I had a plan for my own life. I thought I knew where I wanted my life to go, what I wanted to do. And it doesn't even look like what I'm doing today, which is incredible. Do you know what I mean? Like what I'm doing today is way more than I ever even thought I wanted to do. So with faith, it was just like, all right, God, you know what? Let me just put this into your hands, see what you're gonna do. And then I'm ready to go with it. And so then we end up with things like Spotify, which was never in the plan, but here we are, do you know what I mean? So yeah. I recently read in a Glamour interview, like you were talking about, congrats. Thank congrats you. On that. I think it was I'm released today. I still need to post about yeah. there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Amazing. Um, uh, big up um, Joanna Noble and yeah, man. and Snoochie. Yeah. yeah, they're great. Amazing. You talked about not having, or ne- not necessarily having to plan life mm. because things just fall into place. And um, I, I think you mentioned that as you got older, you realised that actually, you know, having plans is good, but what's better is just enjoying life. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Like, um, it's something in the Bible, or I don't even know if it's from the Bible, but it says somewhere that, like a man plans and then God starts laughing because like you don't know what's gonna happen fam at, in 2019 we all thought we was gonna go into the new year doing the most being wow. the most think about it like we really did so you can't really be planning it planning anything because your life can change in a second millionaires were made in lockdown do you know what I mean mm. and I'm sure they never even thought that that was gonna happen as well so I clocked from early, like from my life is the way it is now. And this is not what I thought I was going to be doing. I had to change. I had to not plan anymore. I really just had to, whatever life brings is either I say yes or no. Do you know what I mean? And I decide what I'm going to do in that moment because life is for living. If I plan for the next five years and then in those five years, I don't achieve it. I've just set myself up for failure, which is nuts when I don't have to. (laughs) You don't have to stress yourself. Unnecessary stress, yeah, unnecessary. Unnecessary, bro. You can just live for today and today is enough. The troubles for today is actually enough. <laughs> live, be present and live in the moment. Absolutely, I love that. Yeah. I love, it's hard to do. I struggle with that so much. Yeah, no, it is hard. And uh, do you know what? Even though I say, yeah, don't plan, I think that it's like good to be like, yeah, do you know what? One day I would love to, but I think, or yeah, I would like to do this in the future. But to say, yeah, do you know what? next year man I'm gonna be on TV next year I'm gonna like I would love to be on TV but I'm not gonna say it's next year because if next year comes and I'm not on television I have set myself up to look silly yeah yeah <laughs> I said I'm for what like it doesn't have to happen everything literally happens in a time that it's meant to so mm. why rush it I'm a big believer in that yeah everything happens for a reason God's plan and Amen. just <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> and just relaxing in the moment and just Stepping into your purpose. I think a lot of people talk about that. Um, And just being present. No signal. Yes. That's one thing I think people found to be unexpected during lockdown. Like, or just the rise and the importance of that community space. And um, I think people are really grateful to have that sense of community. Mm. Um, Did you expect to, for no signal to rise and... I didn't, ex- I didn't expect it at all. Just me personally. I don't know what anybody else on the team thinks. I haven't read their interviews yet. But for me personally, no, I, I really didn't. Like, It was just something that I wanted to do because I loved working with my friends. I, lo- I love working with Jojo, David, Huda, Gadir, Scully, RBC. Oh my God, all of that. Like, I love working with them. I think they're so great. And like being a part of like the No Signal community makes me feel like I'm... It makes me feel cool. I'm not even gonna lie. Like I do, <laughs> like, I do yeah, feel, yeah. <laughs> I feel mad cool being around them as well. So for me, it was just like, all right, cool. Let me just let me work with Jojo. 
know him, worked with him before. And it was just something to do during lockdown. I can't even lie for me because I wasn't doing anything. So it was the one thing that actually got me up to be like, all right, cool. Like I'm, I'm actually presenting in a time I didn't think I was going to be presenting. So let me put my all into it. Let me just see what, what can happen. And then it blew up. So yeah, we kind of went from there. It did, with some kid vibes. Yeah, Whoa, man. that was a moment. 100%. Um, I think the main thing was just like that sense of communion, as you said, like the community and feeling like, someone feeling like you weren't alone yeah because that was that moment that that you know second lockdown third lockdown or how many there were trust me <laughs> the 35th the th lockdown <laughs> oh my god it was it was hard i think yeah. those moments that were tough for everyone of course um but it's being together and finding like finding like joy in those mm. shared moments which is special a hundred percent i definitely had like i felt a sense of community way more than one way like of course being a part of no signal but then the wider community who was always locked in every single week like that still say oh my gosh what are you from a no signal i'm like yeah that's me <laughs> do you know what i mean which is yeah. mad cute so that there's like a there's a sense of um community in so many different ways and shout out to jojo and to david and to all the management team over at no signal because they know what um the young people need they know like what to give people at any time like not even just in a time of lockdown but even now if there's no signal parties there's yes. no signal everything there's no signal merch like Yo. fam it's nuts and they they have their ear to the ground and they, they know what they're doing so i love that for them definitely the village underground party Oof, it was, was so good that wasn't was it? sick yeah. boy i turned up i didn't know how many people was going to be there like because i wasn't there when they were planning the party i just said i'm gonna come because oh. i was like <laughs> i was like, so I was like <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I can't contribute to this but um and then i turned up i was like raw like people are involved on a sunday on a sunday and you really with work in the morning you love to see it i'm not even gonna lie 100 percent. so what does community mean to you Community means just so many things. I think community is like a group of people with the same interests, the same ideas, the same moral values, goals to an extent. Like they, they, they see a certain thing and that's kind of what they're striving towards. Um, With No Signal, like they're pro as professional as they are, like they're my professional work ethic is through the roof, their vibes. And that to me is like a commonality between every single one of us. Like them guys are funny as well. They're two jokes, oh my God. You can be around them and just be laughing all day. And even for me, that brings a sense of community because I feel like, oh yeah, like I'm a part of the jokes and I understand. Yeah. So 100%, yeah. It's all of that. It's all, I love that. And, and I like, I know what you're saying as well, because it's like, you're just, when you're, it's like you're a friend, like a family. Yeah, 100%, 100%. And everybody like, does what they need to do within a family, do you know what I mean? So, yeah. What role are you? I'm the one that doesn't turn up to <laughs> to Christmas dinner, like, cause oh. she's a, on a flight or okay. like she's, <laughs> she's working through, do you know what I mean? The bank holiday, oh. so she doesn't turn up to many things. The rich aren't. But, um, am I actually though? <laughs> nah, do you know what? Nah, I'm I'm just never there. You know them ones like that that auntie that you know that she's your aunt, but you don't see her because she's literally always doing like double shifts. Mm. That is me. Yeah, that, okay. I'll drop my children off at yours though, <laughs> so I can go to work. <laughs> you smart. Um, you're also from South London. Yeah, man. How has South London shaped you as the person you are today? Oh my gosh, I love being from South so much, and I didn't realize how much I love being from South until I got 
into uni. Um, Where did you go to uni? I went to uni in Leeds. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, the University of Leeds as well. So it was a very different culture shock in so many different ways. And it was when I was at uni that I even heard that I had an accent. I didn't know that I had an accent. I didn't know. And not even just any accent, because there was people from London, but even they didn't sound like me. So I was like, yeah, I know that something's different here. <laughs> <laughs> I relate to this heavily, yeah. And um, I, I, don't, I don't even know, like, the accent thing is such a big thing for me because when I was there, like, not that I was made to feel, but I did kind of feel like very out of place. Because again, not only was I from London, but I'm from South and you can you can hear it in how I speak, like it fully comes across. So I didn't know, I maybe at the time I wanted to make myself seem a bit more prim and proper. Because funnily enough, being from South, I went to school in um, like past Bromley, which okay. is not in South. I mean, it's in South, but do you know what I mean? It's like the posher parts of the, South. Yeah, yeah. And that I would be the posh babe when I was there. So I didn't, I didn't quite understand. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But being from South London meant I could have all of those elements. I can sound exactly how I am. Do you know what I mean? But still be like eloquent, still be, I love it. And um, being from South gives you that kind of toughness. <laughs> <laughs> You're ready for war. Yeah, that you don't really get from many places at all. Like... Not that I've like ever had any fights or anything, but like it does really give you that toughness because life is real, things are real. Mm. So, <laughs> but I don't think I'd change it from for the world. I love being from South London. I really relate to what you're saying because I went to uh, uni in Bristol. Oh yeah, and the accent thing. I think no one clocks it. Like it was, it was a big thing for it me was, as well. It was a huge deal, yeah. huge deal. And I think it might be intimidating, or I think maybe at the time was intimidating to some, but now I don't care. Yeah. If you think I'm intimidating, that's your problem. It's not 100, mine. 100, yeah. <laughs> it's not mine. <laughs> um, we've talked a little bit a bit about your identity from South London. How how would you say your identity has impacted your journey through the music industry? You start you mentioned that you started late, 23. Yeah. How has my identity impacted my journey? Um, I think that it's impacted it a lot because my journey literally is about my identity. Obviously, like if you have any kind of front facing role, it is about who you are as a human being. So that that already ties into the facts, my faith, my the fact that I'm from South London, like the kind of jokes that I make, the people that I guess I hang around, everything comes into play when it comes to identity. And I think that on socials, whenever I meet people, those are the things that I want to make sure are the things that people take away. Number one, that I love God. <laughs> and God is the reason why I'm here and how I'm even doing any of the things that I'm doing in the first place. The fact that I, yes, I am from South London and I love it and I will, yeah, man, give it to you. Yeah, because I'm from South. <laughs> <laughs> tell them, tell them. <laughs> and yeah, the fact that I do just like living life and like smiling and having a good time. So my identity, like those are the, I think, some of the biggest parts of my identity that faith being the first one of all that I would like to continue to push and therefore it plays a huge part in my journey because that's what people see. That makes a lot of sense. And I think that's one of the first things that comes comes to mind when I think of you. Yeah. Um, because your story, when I need some inspiration, I know if I just click on your story, there's oh, gonna be something, gosh, you know? Stop. And I'm like, yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's what I needed, you know? Um, that is good. No, honestly, so. It, it makes a lot of sense and I yeah. think we all we all need that. Um and you bring you bring us closer to God as well. I think oh, when people No, it's God true. Oh it's God. really true. Um Spotify Who We Be. Yes. Amazing. Yes. Congrats again. Thank you. Um another season. Yeah, we're in our second season now. Woo! How does it Glory. feel? 
it feels really good uh it feels really good i think this season is stupendous we've had some incredible like some top level guests boy this season now we've gone yeah. we've gone ham We've, we've, we've done a lot. Ian Wright, you know. I know. I, we've listened. We have done a lot. Nothing. Who else have we had? We've had this we season. Had Beanie we Man. had H. We had Beanie Man. We've had AJ Tracy. Mm. We've had Dexter Doubts. We've had mm. Busy Signal. Like, we've mm. had so many different people, which is crazy. So, um, yeah, man. Up and up, we pray. Up and up. What's been your, one of your like favourite moments? Obviously, no special favourite guest, but, you know, what's been a highlight? Throughout... Everything. Throughout, throughout everything. That's a really good question. Oh, that's really hard. <laughs> I think having Beanie Man on was incredible. Yeah. Um, because just hearing him speak is just like, you just have to just sit there and listen, really. Like, <laughs> he could have just spoke the whole time. None of us had to say anything, really. And the fact that, obviously, Beanie Man was someone that I listened to when I was a child, like, growing up. Oh. So to have someone that you listen to and now you're talking to them, I didn't really think about it at the time, but thinking about it now is, like, that is kind of, that is kind of crazy. So, yeah, I think the Busy Signal one for me, I mean, not Busy Signal, Beanie Man, excuse me. What did you take away from it? Cause... And Busy Signal as well, to be fair, because I listened to them both. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> what I was going to say, what did you take away from the Beanie Man talk? Because I feel like when you meet someone who had such a big impact in your life, you're like, oh, the lessons here. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, that times were different back then. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I kind of wanted to, because I'm not even like, I'm not Caribbean, I'm not Jamaican, but of course I love the music. But so to have the man there himself to tell you the history is incredible. And so the one thing I fully took away was that fam, life was really different back then. Do you know what I mean? Like he had a stammer and like- No way. Yeah, fam, he had a, he had a stammer. And it's like, raw, like you even like made it despite those those odds and he said it was through the music and the fact that he was going out and just like going to see people play, which isn't something that you can, kind of like just do today do you know what I mean you can't just just go out and see whoever you like if you're like 12 years old do you know what I mean no. like, so <laughs> <laughs> so I love that and for me it's like I don't know like from going from a an island to the world and how influential Jamaica is incredible for me like I, I love hearing them kind of stories and I can listen to them every, all, like all day mm. that's an incredible like I, I'm gonna listen back to it and um, really taken because I feel like as I'm Jamaican, so <clears throat> my dad would always tell these stories. Yeah, and a lot of it comes from the tongue. Yeah, like, a hundred, a yeah, hundred percent. And you really love to see it. and like obviously again, not Jamaican am I? Not over forty am I? So <laughs> it's only so much I can like I can only just like put myself in their shoes and just like imagine what yeah. it was like to be performing to them many people. And even when you go on YouTube, so there was a time I was just going on YouTube, just looking at like sound system. I mean, sound clashes and all the rest mm. of it. I was like, this is this is so nuts. Like the community would fully come out for Beanie, like yeah. crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. And I don't know, again, because you're not in it, because you're not around it, because we're in a different age. Maybe it's it's my ignorance that makes me feel like, oh my gosh, but how? But really and truly, mm. scenes, absolute scenes, they come out in their hundreds scenes. And it's mad because it's like, how the word just spreads like, word, like yeah, wildfire. Yeah, 100%, because listen, there's no Twitter, there's That's no That's what Insta, I was thinking, I was like, there's, there's no, no Snap, like, <laughs> there's no how are you gonna be telling people, like, how are people gonna know? But 
that's what makes that age for me like one of probably one of the best eras in music because really if you're big it's authentic it's authenticity through and through you can't even fake it you no. can't blag it you can't do nothing it's out and out about who you are and your talent and that's it it's like a true star yeah 100 a thousand yeah untold stories you like you talked about being a man telling stories and um hearing hearing those and um, I think you mentioned that it, it had it left a big impact clearly on you, yeah. um, which is really nice because obviously you've now set up your own production company yes. um, and you have a YouTube series. Yes. yes. Tell us about that. So Untold Stories um, is kind of, it's taken on a life of its own, to be honest, because like I, I've edited everything. Everything's like been cut together and like we're doing the rollout, but it just rolls out on its own. And I want it to be as organic as possible where if people see it, people see it. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't want to like shove it in people's faces, but Untold Stories basically is just, just people telling different stories on six different, topics and it's like a range of different stories as well which is what I just wanted to do I that's just what I wanted to do one day so um I got the grant from Dazed and Converse to be able to put it all together and yes a rollout we've already like put out I think like maybe nine episodes by now if not more but like I said it's like literally it just uploads by itself do you know what I mean every okay. single Tuesday like it's just literally <laughs> just up there and whoever like it hits it hits do you know what I mean I don't even post about it all the time but it is like my little my little baby and um some of some of the some of them are quite emotional yeah yeah um yeah i wasn't looking for like heart-wrenching stories but people were really willing to come forward with their stories which i was really um appreciative of a hundred percent and i think it gives like insight where you might not really see it like even Harry like he came through and he talked about being a dad for the first time mm. and it's even me I've never really heard like men really speak about being a dad for the first time like what is it like for him and then once his episode came out you know I see a lot of people saying oh my gosh that's what life was like for me when I became a dad but we just didn't really talk about it mm. and other stories like that as well like there's so many different things and I think topics that aren't really spoken about too much those are what I kind of I kind of wanted to hear. And what was the process of, I guess, creating that series and bringing um, young people together? Because you did a massive call out. Yes, I yeah. did. So like I, I always wanted to do to do the project, but because we've got like a a grant, sorry, from Days of Converse, I thought like a really good way to put it together would be to pay young people. And people that will probably be seen as like marginalized within the scene, unfortunately. Um, yeah, give them like the kind of foot forward into it. And so, yeah, got a team of people together and they did everything. That's why I said it's like literally taking on a life of its own because I had the idea and I was like, all right, cool. This is the idea, guys. You guys put it together and then let's see what can happen. So all they ever had to do was just update me. Henry, this is a shooting time. Henry, this is what we're going to oh. be doing. And I'm like, yeah, fam, because this is what you're going to be doing in real life. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Because this is what's yeah. going to be happening in real life. So like 100%, they did what they had to do. They got... um. Um, obviously they'd be like, yeah, Henry, can you reach out to this brand and this brand? But really and truly when it came to like liaison, um, when it came to even liaison with the talent that came through, everything, booking cabs, booking studio, booking equipment, getting the editor, getting, they did everything top to bottom. So very proud of them. Very, very, very happy with what, with what they've done. It's incredible. And I'm excited to see the rest of the, the series because I know Thank there's you. 16 
16, yeah, 16 and there's 19, 19 I think and that's gonna take us up until the end of the year hopefully so um, I need to get back into the editing booth don't I <laughs> <laughs> like that <laughs> what 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 is important about bringing young talent in then because I think what's so incredible is that obviously you're doing your thing but you're also making sure that you're opening the doors and keeping them open for the next generation I think that's cute of you to say. I don't even think about it like that. I don't even, you know, I really don't. Like, God is good. I really don't even think about it like that. Like, I just know that it was a, quite a hard time for me when I was, like, first starting out. And um, it used to be a thing where it's like, yeah, I know I can do the job. But they'll be like, yeah, but your CV doesn't say so. But I'm like, well, if you give me the job, you'd be able to know that I can bloody do it. <laughs> <laughs> bloody tell them, like. <laughs> Like, yeah, you'd be able to know that I can do it. And I think that sometimes we're, we live in like a, a catch-22 when it comes to us where it's like, yeah, well, you need the experience for the job, but no one's going to give you the experience to do the job that you need experience for. So, <laughs> yeah, like I kind of wanted to get get rid of that at least once in a, in a lifetime. Let me just get rid of it and let me just work off what you've already created, what you've already seen, not who you've worked for and everything else because you could have worked for someone and you might not... that been that great an employee but if you've done incredible work we can work with incredible work that's great mm. so yeah what was early henry doing then to like get to where you are here oh, gosh. oh. oh she was so unserious oh. <laughs> <laughs> she was so unserious what was the early henry doing such a good question when i was in um sixth form i studied media and I was actually um, doing like um, bits that represent at that time, not like serious stuff, but I was doing bits there. So my time with Represent Radio, which is a community station that I used to work at before I left for KISS. Um, I've, I've been in and around them for a good while, but mm -hmm. started my own proper show at 23. Mm -hmm. um, when I was in uni, I had a, um, a radio show on um, Leeds Student Radio. Is there still episodes online? Oh my gosh, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> no, the way your face is changing, I was like, no, there's definitely episodes. Yeah, they exist <laughs> somewhere. And they, it was called All Things Urban. And I hated the word urban, but it was the only way to describe having a black show. And I was the only one, I think, at the time that was doing a black show. So <laughs> it was All Things Urban. So it could be everything encompassing. So I love that. And um, then when I got out of uni, when I graduated, I started to work for SBTV, which not many people would know about. Uh, working very closely with Jamal Edwards. Um, he'll give me a shining reference. <laughs> I hope. No, I hope. Were you, were you doing like production stuff? Or uh, was it? No, I was covering their social media. Nice. Um, I made a lot of errors, but he allowed me to, which was really cute. <laughs> he was like, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, he was like, yeah, just, just don't do that again next time. Um, yeah, then after SBTV, I did work experience at Radio One Extra nice. and then did an internship at One Extra and then the ball started rolling. Sick. Yeah. Who but by you? that time I was like a big girl. Like that's at that point I was like 22, 23. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who, what were you on shows like? Behind, yeah, so like with the internship, they place you like on a couple of shows. That's where I met Trevor Nelson, who was incredible. Um, met Cyan Anderson for the first time, Yasmin Evans, Mr. Jam, like all of these people. Like it was so, so, so incredible to see. I'm not even gonna lie. So um, yeah, like they, they'd place you on like different shows every day or every other week, yeah. Like a pinch me moment when you're in the studio and you're like, oh. yeah, fam. I was just literally sitting there, just <laughs> looking at Simon Anderson, like, mm, 
I love you. <laughs> I want to be friends with you. <laughs> and now you are. Yeah, no, which yeah. is crazy. And that was all organic as well. Like, and even though there's people where you're like, oh my gosh, they're cool. I really don't believe in the idea of like forcing a friendship that is not there. Yeah. So Sian is great because she's the one that came up to me. I didn't even go up to her to say nothing. She was like, oh, do you want to sit in on my show? I was like, yes, I do. And then that's how it started. <laughs> and the magic was made. Literally. I love that. I agree as well. And I think it can be quite difficult um, in the industry, especially when I started to d decipher like between like your friends that yeah. you just your friends, friends. And then mm. obviously once you like get into the industry, you start making friends within the industry and then mm. things can get the lines can be blurred. Mm. And um, it's difficult. I feel like I'm at a stage now where I'm like, OK, like I know I know like, you know, the you difference. know, who the, yeah, yeah, the difference and like who your friends are and who's like a work colleague, mm. because you know it's not like you're going to an office and you then leave yeah a thousand percent yeah. it is it is different we live it we live in a different world where our office is the dj booth with right. alcohol yeah right. <laughs> hey. literally literally but i don't know i i want to like i'm not am i doing the best job of it at the moment i don't know what i do want to do though is keep myself to myself yes I, I really 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 do like i will be outside and i know a lot of people and i'm like really friendly with a lot of people mm. i like a lot of people mm. and but I, I do like to just keep myself to myself i really do you know what i mean i really do and um that's what i want to keep doing i just want to like yeah i'll go out and live my life we'll see each other we'll smile have a great time mm. because like i said i do like people but um yeah keeping myself to myself is the move <laughs> and having that alone i don't know if you need like alone time but i oh, need I love yeah. alone time. and i think that, that there's something like important about like just creating your own lane by keeping yourself to yourself do you know what i mean because you are you you don't live mm. your life for anybody else no one else is going to live their life for you so once you understand yourself then that's how you can do you know what i mean mm. continue by god's grace and mercy to move through life big facts big facts i'm sorry i'm gonna go cinema by myself soon because uh, i've never done that before everyone oh, keeps, i have everyone keeps recommending it i have but i did it when i was really young and when it wasn't cool oh yeah <laughs> and i had to leave because it was a really scary movie oh <laughs> you went to see horror yeah no i don't know no, why i would choice. do that it was very scary i hated it so much wrong 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 choice listen you've you've been mentioning leaving represent for kiss yes congratulations on landing that, that i saw good. your little you. pink post i thought it was yes. beautiful like Thank the makeup you. everything oh was God. amazing shout out savvy jada mua she did what she needed to do on that yeah Woof. <laughs> <laughs> how have you been finding doing weekend shows i think yeah. six to eight a.m yeah yeah um it's so different it's so different not only because uh, like my times are different than what I do at Represent, but Kiss FM is a, is a different station, like completely to what I think I've ever experienced before. But that's kind of what I wanted. I wanted something that was different. I wanted a little bit of a challenge. I wanted to know that I can do everything and reach every type of audience. So that's kind of how that came about. Do you know what I mean? I really, I love the idea that Kiss even wanted me in the first place because that kind of just shows that like, I'm not a one trick pony. Do you know what I mean? No, I can do it. No. I can introduce Ariana Grande. Yes. <laughs> of course. I can introduce Harry Styles. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and the fact yeah. that they wanted me to do that. Shout out Rebecca because, yeah, to, to see me and say, do you know what? Like, we know what you do, but we also think you can do this is just a huge testament to the station. Because I do remember saying like a while ago that fam, these, this, these FM stations, 
that are the biggest, like the biggest broadcasters, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to hear a voice like mine. Do you know what I mean? That isn't mm. on, that is, sorry, on like a show kind of like that. Do you know what I mean? That yeah. broadcasts to the course. whole nation. Why, why not? Why not? Why not? You shouldn't have to sound or no. look a certain way or at all, because really everybody represents somebody mm-hmm. out there in this mm-hmm. life. So the fact that, yeah, they, they picked me to do that. God bless them people. I do love that. And I do, I, I want to be the best that I can possibly be at it. You mentioned that there's a difference. What is the like the key differences between, you were doing drive time. Yeah, so I was doing that drive time. I represent radio. Music is a lot different because Kiss FM, obviously if you listen to it, it's definitely very mainstream. Yeah. Um, but they can play everything. So you, you still hear songs that you do like, if you like that kind of music. So literally we can switch from Megan Thee Stallion yeah. to Tion Wayne to Shane Cod, literally okay. in the space of an hour. Um, <laughs> But obviously at Represent, there is no Shane Cod. There's no like, it's literally just very like um, London-based kind of music. Do you know what I mean? Everything that's UK rap, mm-hmm. R&B, hip hop, everything in between. So that's like the main, that's the main, the main difference. But then even me, I'm like, fam, I like a whole different type of music anyway. Like I ha- have a very eclectic musical taste. So wh- why would I even want to box myself in? Why yeah. wouldn't I want to spread my wings and fly and do something cool and different? Mm-hmm. And then we'll see where life takes us after it. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Eclectic music. What what does that mean? What, 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 can we, what can we find in um, your liked Spotify list? Oh gosh. <laughs> um, I like such random songs. For me, it's not even like genres altogether, but it's like individual songs. Okay. So Taylor Swift had a song, yeah. Um, it's not we. Is it never. not not of an old, old, old song? It's, uh, Is it it's, kind of... it's about a, it's about a boy and she hates that man. Oh, but this is not this is not one of her first albums, no. Can I? There's, there's this one, yeah, you can this find is, it. This is what I'm saying I don't even work this. I don't work by <laughs> albums. I don't work by genres. It is one song. Do, do you know that song that's like Drew talks? Uh, no. no. Oh, if anyone knows that one, Drew or something, that is a big big banger. But I, th- I think it's off her like her first like album project. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, there let's find it. Taylor Swift. A Taylor Swift fan. I knew you were. when you walked in, and then she came banger. with that, and she done the roads. That is a tune. The roads were done. <laughs> the roads were finished. Are you kidding me? That was. I'm not lying on the cold hard ground. <laughs> Big tune. So tune. we can go from there to end dubs. I can love. Yes. I love end dubs to Lil Wayne to. Central Seed yeah. to Heady One mm-hmm. to Fredo to just just so many different I just like a whole I just like different things maybe the only thing that I don't really mess with is maybe country music I haven't heard a country song that I'm like oh I'll, I'll put you onto something I've okay, got one please. tune I've got one tune I'm not a big country head but there's one that if, and if it goes hard it goes hard like Jolene Jolene get out of here Jolene Banger. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to steal someone's man. This is what I'm saying. If it tells a story, I'm I'm with it fully. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna play a song. It's, it's by Alison Strauss. I think that's what they're called. Yes. The boy who couldn't hold corn. If anyone knows, it's a big tune. Okay, let's it's go. a story time. It's oh, a story I'm, time. I'm ready. <laughs> What's one thing that you wish you knew about radio before you started? Um, that you don't have to be perfect. <laughs> mm. 
I really thought that you had to be perfect to be on radio. And even now on my show, I'm not perfect, but I think that I'm strongest in my in my imperfections. Like I love, even though I hate when I do it at the time, but I know that my imperfections make me me. Mm-hmm. So I can't, there's nothing I can do about that. Do you know what I mean? God made me the way I am. So why would I be that upset? Do you know what I mean? Like I'll forget about it. It'll be annoying in the moment, but I'll forget about it straight after. And then you actually start to listen to daily radio and you realize that everyone messes up all the time. So um, I think one of the things people, um, I don't know, kind of get it into their heads is that you have to be perfect at speaking to be on radio. You don't have to be perfect at all. And I think we need to stop even pushing that narrative that you do have to be perfect. You just have to be yourself. That is great advice. <laughs> that is great advice. I was going to ask like, if anyone, for people listening, for young up and coming talent, mm. people who want to be in DJs, presenters, what advice would you have? Be yourself, number one. Pray, number two. Pray, pray. should even be number one. <laughs> pray, pray is number one. Prayer is definitely number one, but be authentically yourself. Like whatever character God gave you, use it do you know what I mean like I I can't tell you what my USP is like what my character is that people see maybe it's just like smiley fun maybe (laughs) maybe (laughs) maybe (laughs) but whatever character that you have or whatever is like people know about you oh my gosh use it because you're going to appeal to somebody everybody appeals to somebody and don't ever feel like you're not going to make it because contrary to what people do believe there is actually space for everybody and we're seeing it now that there's space for everyone do you know what I mean because everyone that's presenting slightly is is presenting do you know what I mean yeah like everyone everyone is doing it so there is space for everybody don't let anyone come and lie to you what are you working on currently can you tell us is your your eyes are squinting because i'm trying to think (laughs) yeah okay there is something that might be coming up Um, (laughs) that's coming up um towards the end of the year radio wise which is going to be really Mm -hmm. fun Mm -hmm. but otherwise i don't have any personal projects that i'm i'm working on because um untold stories is going to take me to the end of the year and that kind of gives me time to think of other things that i kind of want to do so um i'm not working on anything per se as yet just more who we be more kiss fm yes Yes, and live and life. I'm probably going to be outside even more. Listen, no more planning. Out, we outside. Literally, Enjoyment. no more planning. Yeah, <laughs> amen to that boy. And just to close, what would you tell your 16 year old self? Mm. What would I tell my 16 year old self? That is a really good question. Because mm. so much has happened. Mm. <laughs> it's been a decade. Mm. Yeah. Oh God, what are you, that's um, a lot of that's a lot of words. <laughs> listen. Um what would I tell my sixteen year old self? I'd probably tell her that she's fine just how she is. Uh I probably would have started to tell her to pray from a lot earlier on. And that anything that you see as a weakness, people don't care as much as you think they care. Nobody cares that much. Mm. I'm telling you. Mm. Like once you actually get the job, nobody cares. You're there to do the job, get paid and go home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nobody cares as much as you th- as you think they care. So if nobody cares about your imperfections, then why why should you? Do you know what I mean? Don't let the devil use you. <laughs> on that we have to close on that one don't let the devil use you please you heard it here first listen thank you so much Henry for joining us thank you so much for having me it's been a pleasure you've been listening to RA Exchange in collaboration with Black Minds Matter 
My name is Vanessa Maria and you have been joined by Henry. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you for listening to RA's Exchange with Henry Cushway and Vanessa Maria. Black Minds Matter are currently looking for 21,000 long-term donors who are able to donate £5 a month. With your support, they can take real steps towards achieving their goal of creating a lasting impact on black mental health. There are links in the description of this podcast if you're able to help. I'll be back with a new episode for you next week. Until then, our full archive is available for you to take in. And if you find something you love, please leave us a review in Apple Podcasts as it does help get our stories to more ears.